0: Yeah, but if you are going to name somebody a bad guy in 1985, you can't go really wrong with the last name Stalin.
1: Yeah. That's like in
0: previous, uh, I think in previous decades, it would have been maybe a little too close to home and maybe too scary. But 1985, Stalin was long dead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a little on the nose. It is a little on the nose
0: because the USSR was still the big bad, right? So it's
1: as if in Karate Kid, if it was Johnny Hitler. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Put him in a body bag, Johnny <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> Anyhow, this is Dad Pods.
0: This is Dad Pods, and I am uh, Shane, and this is
1: uh, I'm Michael. Michael,
0: Michael. Um, And we are we are happy to be here on this uh, lovely evening.
1: It, it is a lovely evening. I am one week away from getting my second vaccine shot. I'm very excited about that. It's very exciting. Uh, my wife
0: got her second t- today, actually. She had to drive down to Santa Cruz to get ah. it, she did
1: it. And my wife had uh, hers yesterday, and she was having all of the side effects like basically all of them at once
0: yeah it's you know i will say so the people that complain about the side effects you you are justified they are nasty yeah they're not fun um but i will also say they are time limited for most everyone yes it they was are...
1: definitely time lim- it was like to the nose of like it ends within uh, 36 hours and she, like within the 24th hours she's still feeling it but like it's like almost yeah. To exact numbers
0: and and the two big things is um, it is not contagious mm-hmm. and it
1: is not COVID nineteen. Um, by the way, yeah, that contagious thing—the vaccine being—where what has happened to us? What what the what in the bloody bloody hell? Mm-hmm. First of all, where did you learn the word contagious? If you believe a vaccine is contagious, right? How could you be this blend of stupid and yet? knowledge i i don't know how did you use the computer to figure this out i don't i don't i don't understand a lot of this
0: you know it's 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 great i mean i think uh david hogg who's one of the kids from parkland who's an yeah. activist now um he pointed out something as it's great that you know fox news was not around when the smallpox vaccine came out true you know yeah. it's great that um i think we can say that for polio and we can say that for um you know measles mumps and rubella like when those things first came out and we really nearly wiped those diseases off the planet face of the planet with a robust vaccine plan Mm -hmm. um it's great that this misinformation train was not around um it's terrible that it is around now because it's gonna it's gonna make it so that we're not gonna be able to get full herd immunity uh in this country on COVID-19. We'll get to some level where we can get back to normal. Um, but the COVID-19 is gonna be around for a while.
1: Yeah. And but that people like
0: us will have to get COVID-19 vaccines every couple of years. Yeah or every year, just like the flu shot.
1: And that really sucks. So here at Dad Pods, we recommend you get the vaccine. That yes, we, we do. We demand it actually.
0: And you know, and you know what? If if we were so I am your daughter should be eligible in the next couple of We weeks are time.
1: on the waiting list and we are waiting We're on the waiting list
0: as soon as it's approved Pfizer. Yep. And you're going to get it. Mhm. Jillian, you're going to get it. Yep. Your dad says so. Oh yeah. Once my son who will be uh 12 in uh August he's going to he's going to be eligible to get it. He's going to get
1: it. Oh yeah. Whether he
0: likes yeah. it or not.
1: Yeah. Oh no, she's actually looking forward to it. So this is uh
0: <laughs> my son is too. We're
1: we are, we are uh, in we are in the camp of uh we are very pro Vaccine. We believe
0: in science. We believe yes. in, uh, you know, the effects of vaccines. They're effective and they work good.
1: So, so speaking, though, of unwarranted scares, let's talk, This segues very nicely into what we are actually talking about. Episode yes. eight.
0: What are we talking about? Episode eight, we talked to, yeah. So episode eight of WandaVision, this is, uh, we're getting towards the end here. Towards the think, end. And I think you agree with me. Um, and I agree with you. This is the, this is the climax of the show, this
1: episode right here. This is one of the best half hours or ish of television that exists like flat yeah. out.
0: I think it, I think it ran about 45 minutes, but yes, yeah. Half hours yeah. It
1: works. It's, it's a little bit more the, you know, there's extra long credits in all of these episodes. So that, mm-hmm. um and the reason I, I bring up scares. So the episode's called previously on. Yeah. Our episode begins at in Salem, Massachusetts, during the witch trials, Ooh. and we, we are, we're treated to a scene that you're, we're very familiar with. We've seen other things detailing the witch trials, where a woman is tied up at the stake by by a, a circle of other women, and yes. uh, we see you know uh, the 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 circle asks her like you know, "Are Agatha Harkness, are you a witch?" She says, surprisingly. <laughs> Yes. Well, yes, I am. <laughs> so we've kind of flipped things around. This is not uh, someone accusing someone it's not, who's not like an witch, Inquisition.
0: A witch. Yeah. That's yep. it. This is a this is a group of witch, witches asking another witch, "Hey, are you one of us?"
1: And she's just claiming yes. Mm-hmm. Now this this episode opened pretty cool, where the standard Marvel logo in red shows up, but it immediately starts to fade to purple.
0: Yeah. Which is. Uh, The the Agatha color we saw her sort of decked out in purple towards the end of last episode. Right.
1: Mm -hmm. So we see Agatha tied up. They've uh, there's a bunch of witches around her. One head witch just you know accusing her of crimes against witches, Mm -hmm. and uh, she says almost pleadingly, "I did not break your rules. They simply bent to my power."
0: Yeah. And uh, at this point, she doesn't. uh, She doesn't look concerned mm-hmm. she actually throws a little smirk on her face yeah and i will say um she is awesome in the scene katherine mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hahn is just great um and um this this episode is really all about her and wanda yeah
1: um,
0: i don't think there's any other side characters that we
1: see in this no this episode. this is about the two of them and and they're both amazing yeah this scene this opening scene is is pretty awesome. It's, yeah. you know, to see this in television is pretty great. Yeah, the the look, the effects here are really awesome. Mm-hmm. So the, the witches, they try to basically execute her using their magic. They all shoot at her. Yeah. Yeah. Using their, you know, it's depicted as this blue magic shooting out. Mm-hmm. But uh, it doesn't work. And you can see this purple magic emanating out from her, pushing back on the witches. And you start to see that they start to wither and get old, like right before our eyes.
0: I do like that the, like every, it seems like different witches have different colors that come out of their hands when they use power. That's actually helpful.
1: Oh yeah, it helps to differentiate.
0: (laughs) Differentiate between witches. And I think, uh, you know, I think it was maybe the one um, criticism you might have of like the Doctor Strange movie. Everybody Mm -hmm. has that gold, whatever color it was that came out of their sparkly hands.
1: Yeah. so. This is the second time we've seen magic now in the MCU. Right. But I think we've, we'll get into it a little further. I think that we've already started to make differences between the magic in Doctor Strange versus the magic that you see here.
0: Yeah. I think, I think it, it
1: yeah, it's quick answer. Yeah. We, so at this point, all we get to see is like sort of power blasting, right? So it, it kills the other witches, but then her, the head witch starts to shoot blue magic as well and it's revealed that it's it's actually her mother.
0: Yeah, Agatha's mother.
1: Yeah, Agatha's mother. Uh so it's kind of it's a harsh move, right?
0: <laughs> it is a harsh move. It's like I'm going to kill my only daughter.
1: Yeah. Presumably. And uh Agatha pleads, please, "Please, I can be good." And the mother claims, "No, you cannot." Mm-hmm. And, and of course, Agatha's Agatha power ends it. Ends, ends it all and you know, all the other wishes around her die. Yeah. And then
0: uh, Agatha takes a—it's a brooch, right?
1: Right. That's that's the dead mother. The dead mother. Now, what do you think of Agatha at this point? First of all, this whole scene again, awesome. It's it's done really well. Mm -hmm. I found it really uh, emotionally. I actually thought it was, you know, there's a lot of conflict here. I'm not quite sure what to think of Agatha. I do feel sorry for her.
0: Well, I think that's what you're. At the end of last episode, we saw her kill a puppy. Yes. Right. So she is the big bad. But yeah. then this is the this is the scene where we get to reveal a little bit of like, hey, I'm really powerful as a witch. Mm-hmm. I have existed since Salem. Right. And I was my coven, you know, turned against me, and I had to fight against them. Right. My own mother tried to kill me. Right. You know, and I was forced to uh, defend myself. It's, a, it's it's setting up a, a little bit of a, hey, I'm bad, but this is why I'm bad. This is why I right. don't trust people. This is why I don't, you know, can't love. This is why I kill puppies.
1: Right, and and she does even say that like, she just needs to be trained and mm-hmm. you know, the other witches are having none of it. Somehow yeah. she's got this dark power that- And she learned, and she learns
0: at that moment that the greater the power, the, you know, the better, you, better off you are.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Learning perhaps the wrong lesson
0: at an early age. You know, we find that with lots of uh, villains in various cinematic universes.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So you and I had this discussion just the other day about like Darth Vader. Right. You know, he gets to, you know, turn, turn around as evil right at the end and he gets to go become a force ghost and go into whatever version of Jedi heaven it is. Yeah. Right. It's like he killed multiple people all over the place, hundreds, thousands. He was involved in the Death Star. Right, he should not be go become a Force Ghost and all good.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know how much worse he could be than Vader. He yeah. <laughs> Jedi Heaven has got some really loose rules around it.
0: Yeah, all you have to do is care r- right at the end, right? It's like I repent right at the end, and it's like all of a sudden, oh okay, good, You're
1: fine. yeah, now it's all fine. Yeah, so
0: I... <laughs> like it would be really upsetting if we get to Heaven and Hitler's there. Yeah, he's like, oh, he
1: he repented right before he killed himself. Right
0: before he right before he killed himself, he he went to Jesus and he said, Hey, I'm really sorry for I was wrong. The the millions of people that I killed. It's like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. You know, I'd be really upset if if Hitler's in heaven.
1: Yeah, and let's let's go back. I kind of hate this. Hitler shouldn't be in heaven, guys. No Hitler in heaven. No Vader in heaven. I'm sorry, Vader. You you really screwed up, man. Um (laughs) other people who should not be in any fictional heaven. Magneto. I think i've Probably talked about not. this before
0: he gets oh my god he gets pulled into the like doing good x-men stuff all the time he's they part sh- of
1: x-men teams
0: yeah. it's only because he's a cool character they just want to keep him around
1: why is he building the school for them at the end of uh, apocalypse yeah. you just saw him kill all these people right <laughs> how many mission. times he tried like in the uh, days of future past betrays mm-hmm. them and the first uh you know first uh, first class it's like hey hey this mission is going great Hey Magneto, what the hell are you doing? You know, yeah, up there ruining all the stuff. How does he get a building permit for the first? Firstly, yeah, yeah, that and uh, yeah, Professor X, this is on you. Yeah, you don't have to pretty let honest, him in. Pretty honest.
0: Yeah, I think uh, you know they didn't like they didn't give Sauron the ring and just be like, oh, do you want to repent? No, they killed his ass. Yeah,
1: right. That's that's, that's how you do it. Yeah. So, Thanos uh,
0: Thanos Thanos got snapped out of existence by Iron Man. Oh they yeah. didn't they didn't try to let him repent even though he might nope. have had some good ideas. They weren't good ideas.
1: No, no, well. they were they were bad you ideas. You have
0: the Infinity Stones and you're like, "Oh, the universe has, you know, a limited number of resources. Why don't you double the resources or triple them?"
1: So many better ideas. You have ideas. the
0: Infinity Gauntlet, you can better ideas anyway.
1: And, so, uh, anyway. so yes, let's not uh, the, here at Dad Pods, we do not recommend uh Unlimited mercy for villainous genocidal maniacs. <laughs> we're going to draw the line at genocide.
0: Yeah, that's a good line to draw it at. There's probably a line that we can move even further. This is for. an easy line. This is an easy line to genocide, right? Yeah. If you commit genocide, you don't get to go to whatever heaven you want to go to. I,
1: I think that's a good rule. Mm-hmm. That's that's a part of our moral code. Yeah. All right. So anyway,
0: uh, Wandavision. We're, <laughs> WandaVision. We're Wandavision. So we're back at Become...
1: the present. And Agatha has Wanda trapped in the basement, as we saw. Where, we, where we left him off at the end of the next episode. And so, uh, you know, Wanda's trying to use her powers, trying to read Agatha's mind. And it turns out she was never able to do that. Right. The full time, Agatha. Agatha has made been... her
0: think that she could. but
1: she... Right. She's, it's, it's all been a fake. Yeah. And uh, Wanda tries to use her magic, and she can't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, then Agatha also reveals that this is due to the runes that she's cast on the, on the walls. Yeah. So only the witch who has cast the runes can use magic within the space. So I have a little bit of things on runes. So runes are letters. Mm.
0: We're all in agreement on that, right? They're yes. kind of like a character.
1: Right. Right. Um,
0: there's this thing. So your kids play Minecraft, my kid plays Minecraft. Yes. There's this thing called a runic mob. Okay. In Minecraft that you go around and you try to kill it. Okay. It's a thing. It's one thing. But it's called a runic mob. Okay. It has nothing to do with letters. Okay. And it's not a group of people. It's mm. one thing. This is very confusing from a linguistic standpoint mm. because it's runic and it has nothing to do with letters and a mob and it's one thing.
1: We need to guys guys at,
0: at Minecraft get it together.
1: Yeah, Microsoft. Uh, you know, I know Bill Gates is probably preoccupied right now. But oh yeah, he's getting stuff. More. Yeah. So. These anyway, are important things because generation of kids will all be confused. Yeah.
0: When the, when you get to, you know, first year um, archaeology classes and they start talking <laughs> about runes and you're like, huh? That's not a rune.
1: Yeah, uh, Just know that you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, the big thing that we've learned here, though, is that Agatha knows about magic. Wanda does not. She's been doing right. these power things this whole time. And uh, Agatha is just like, what? How the heck did you get to where you are?
0: Yeah, she reveals that uh, she created Pietro. Yep, as we and kind even of has, knew. and yeah. even has an amazing uh, uh, spoonerism and calls him fake Pietro or Pietro. It's great, perfect. It's a very gad moment. Oh, I yeah, I was almost like, oh, wow, I would have done that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> way to go, Agatha.
0: Uh huh, excellent.
1: And uh, so then Agatha explains that the Westview TV show. It's a series of complex spells. And it's illustrated pretty cool in a cool way where she takes an insect, controls mm-hmm. the mind of the insect, yeah. turns that insect into a bird saying like, these are right. all the things that, these are all different spells. Mm-hmm. And it takes a long time to learn how to do that. And somehow Wanda's doing all of this at a huge scale.
0: Without even knowing.
1: Yeah. Controlling all the people, transforming things around her. You know, basically as, as uh, Agatha reveals at the end, to, to have breakfast for dinner, to have this whole fictional sitcom world.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so she starts, she's like, okay, we're going to figure it out. Yep. So it's, uh, she takes a piece for hair, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then they walk through a door and she says, uh, you know, she has to give her the whole standard. I'm going to hurt your kids. If you don't. Come right. Um, so they go through this door and we end up in Sokovia. Right. Yeah. Back very, before... very telling
1: Yeah. So, Agatha says she wants to find out like what caused all this. And Wanda Mm -hmm. is super, super resistant. Right. She does not want to confront her past. She doesn't want to find out how this all happened, even though she is very well aware that this world is bizarre. Yeah. You
0: might say she's in denial. Perhaps. Perhaps. (laughs) Perhaps.
1: So yeah, we go into Sokovia. Mm -hmm. So
0: uh, this is the past. Uh, Wanda and Pietro um, are children. Well, Pietro is a child. Um, they're in a small flat. Looks like a, you know, kind of a, it almost looks like a sitcom apartment. because It's, it's an Eastern, Eastern European apartment. Eastern Europe, European apartment. And it's, uh, uh, their dad comes in from working all day, and he's got a full briefcase of uh, DVDs, sitcoms. Yeah. Old, old-timey sitcoms.
1: Right. And uh, I tried to make a list of the ones that you could see. And you, what with- the really cool thing is that uh, Marvel went the extra mile to actually get the licenses. These are real sitcoms. They didn't do fake yeah. versions. Yeah, so least, license
0: to at least show the 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 things on
1: screen. right. So yeah. it's a uh, it's the covers of Bewitched, Malcolm in the Middle, I Love Lucy, Adam's Family. Uh, like all of these are in the inspirations for everything that we've seen so far.
0: Mm-hmm. And so uh, so Wanda and Agatha are watching this scene as like third party, you know. Uh, omniscient observers right um and uh i think agatha says something to her like uh says something to Wanda, like okay you're on sweetheart or something like that yeah and uh she instantly becomes like a 12 year old girl right and uh she gets to pick the show that they're gonna watch so they pick a it's actually a I, i've never seen the dick van dyke show because it predated even me i right. mentioned but uh, a pretty famous episode of the dick van dyke show she chooses that
1: one yeah, it's the walnut episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where, like, I didn't even, I, I never realized that Mary Tyler Moore was also a Dick Van Dyke show. I knew yeah, about the I mean, Mary Tyler the Moore Mary show. Mary <laughs> Tyler
0: Moore show, exactly. Um, I knew Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. That's yeah, I
1: mean. same. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the worst Cockney accent in the history of cinema.
1: Oh, yeah, if you want to piss off, just tell anyone who's from Great Britain how so much you, you
0: love you... Dick Van Dyke in uh, Mary Poppins.
1: Yeah, it's the perfect accent, of
0: course. Yeah, perfect.
1: So, yeah, they're they watching the show and they talk. The family discusses uh, what a sitcom shenanigan is or how right. it's, it's mischief that always ends up OK.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A, a very telling line. Yeah. And you see the family watching the show and it's incredibly charming. Like the, Yeah. Wanda loves I think, it.
0: I think the first couple of episodes that we recapped, we talked a little bit about the shenanigan. Yeah. We just didn't use that word necessarily. Right, um, because we 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 talked about just like the conceit of a of a sitcom is this, this crazy stuff goes on. There's always one little piece of knowledge that uh, that would solve everything, but neither character, but none of the characters have all the little piece. Right, like maybe the two pieces, and then like one person has one, and the other person, and then they never are able to connect until the end, until like minute 21. Yeah, right before the uh, the the fade to black, and you kind of get together, and then all of a sudden happy ending right
1: everything's okay yeah so that's where we're going to get here right we have this beautiful family moment they're in there they're watching together uh meanwhile outside you know we've we've sort of established this is in sokovia as we know from age of ultron sokovia is a war-torn country that i think it's been dealing with civil war for many years yes and in one moment that civil war comes to invades the the maxima home and all of a sudden, fade to you know, not fade to black. Suddenly, turns black. A shell mm-hmm. hits their apartment.
0: Right. Um, her parents are killed. And there's a
1: bomb. Yep.
0: That's Star- uh,
1: Stark Industries. Very yeah, clear. Stark
0: Industries bomb. And uh, this is the, the the bomb that they that uh, Wanda and Peter refer to in Age of Ultron as. Being there for three or four days and it yep. not going
1: off, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And now we get to see it. Like it was only talked about previously. Mm-hmm. Like this is the motivation why Juan and Pietro yeah. volunteer for the experiments. Exactly. Uh, and now, now seeing it live and revisiting it is is really interesting. So, what I've really liked so far is seeing the family together. Like that, mm-hmm. that's just genuinely heartwarming. It's if you watch that and you don't feel for Wanda there. Yeah. Well, and you also get a
0: sense of why all of the, all of the, the sitcom in Westview, the Westview TV have all been family sitcoms. Mm -hmm. They haven't been some of the other classic sitcoms that I'm sure that she had had access to. Right. This is, this is what she needs.
1: Yeah. They're not watching Taxi. They're not watching Seinfeld.
0: Nash, They're not watching Seinfeld. You're absolutely right. They're not watching things like that. They're watching. I love Lucy. And they're watching the Dick Van Dyke show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, there's a, There's a thread through all of this. Of mm-hmm. a nuclear family. And all of a sudden it's it's torn apart.
0: Yeah. But so we, we do learn that uh, there's not, it's not that this bomb is a dead though. Mm-mm. This bomb that does not go off, doesn't go off because of Wanda.
1: Right. Yeah. So she unknowingly has cast a, what, what, what Agatha calls uh, a probability Right. Right. So, so what's really interesting about this? Yeah.
0: This is the first time in the MCU that we have had a form of, and they do this in the comics all the time. You know this. Yeah. Form of retconning, right? Mm -hmm. Where you you take a previous line of of story, and you're like, you know what? I don't want the origin to go exactly this way anymore. Yeah. I'm going to change it to fit this further narrative right so in age of ultron when we were introduced to wanda and pietro their powers come from an infinity stone the mind stone right. particularly and they were the only ones to, su- to survive this uh these experiments that Hydra was doing on them yep and that's how they got their power that's how they explain it right and now all of a sudden wanda's power predates it
1: right Her, by a decade power. or however yeah. long As a child, she has powers. She doesn't know that she has powers. And uh, yeah, I guess to to further the retconning, like magic didn't at the time of Age of Ultron, there's no magic in the MCU. No, no. Doctor Strange hasn't happened yet.
0: Right. We haven't seen any, we haven't seen a lot, we've seen some mystical stuff, but we haven't seen this kind of magic.
1: Right. There's another interesting thing too, where in Doctor Strange, magic takes this really distinct form. It's basically creating portals. Sure. And moving back time. Like that's that's kind of the magic that you get. Yeah. And that's it. Mm-hmm. We're, we've already seen with Agatha, like the more what we call traditional witch like magic. I'm transferring, yeah. I'm I'm mind controlling someone, I'm transforming something into something yeah. else.
0: And with Wanda, we've also seen a lot of the just it's reality warping in a way, right? Like I mean, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And you know, I think what's also interesting. One of the things that we've talked to, that they've talked about in the MCU prior to this was the idea that magic was basically just science that we didn't understand yet. Yeah, totally. You know, and maybe there's a little bit of that still in all this, but this was a a twelve year old girl with no training that right. was able to just, with her brain, stop a bomb from going off.
1: Right. Yeah. This is magic. Is as we traditionally think of magic. Yeah, There's no yeah. science. I mean, maybe there is some science and what we'll, we'll find out later on, but uh, although yeah. we haven't.
0: <laughs> so this is, and this is a lot more similar to the, the historical version of Wanda in the comics. Right. Her powers are linked to probability fields and hexes and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. There, there's, there's rules to it so that magic isn't mm. just completely unlimited. However, it is magic as, as we think of it.
0: Yeah. So, so Agatha learns. So Agatha is like learning along with this, right? So she's right. kind of viewing all this. So she's like, "Oh, okay. You had powers before. You, you, you got some big powers. Let's right. figure out where you got these big powers."
1: Yeah. How did you go from a, a kid who can do little things to like what we yeah. what we've seen you do now? Yeah. So, yeah. So we fast forward in time. And we go to the part which we've seen at uh, at the end of The Winter Soldier and in uh, Age of Ultron, where, Mm -hmm. you know, Wanda is entering this Hydra facility and getting experimented on with the Mind Stone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And this little, this little montage, um, you get the impression, because I think, I think the scene is she and Pietro are together, right?
1: Well, so we only see her walking in first. So in in, um, whatever you call it, in Winter Soldier, you see the two of them together after they've gotten powers. Right. But you get this impression
0: that she's going into this thing and the power is coming at her and it's going to destroy her. Right. Unless she does something. Right. And she does.
1: Right. So she walks up to this stone. She walks up to the scepter. Mm -hmm. The stone comes out and turns from the blue stone that you see in the scepter to the, the yellow mind stone. And she's looking at it. You see a version of her sort of in its silhouette that does not look like we've seen of, of Wanda so far. And then all of a sudden she collapses. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, then, then we see a, a cut of like what every, the outside observers saw, which was uh was that struck her or I can't remember one of the, yeah. The, one of the parents. Hy- yeah. The, the Hydra guys. and The lesser looks,
0: Baron in the MCU.
1: She had, all they saw was that she walked up to it and then suddenly collapsed. They don't get to see this other vision of the Mind Stone coming out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think without saying the words, they, they've illustrated what happened, that the Mind yeah. Stone tapped into the magical power that Wanda already had and sort of awoken something in her.
0: Yeah. A really good job of showing versus telling. rather yeah. than You know, just kind of, you, you actually get the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't require voiceover narration or any of that stuff. It's you, you, you as the as the viewer, you understand what what happened, without, you know, Agatha didn't have to say anything.
1: Either. Right. And I don't know. <laughs> is this the first case in the MCU where we've done a full retcon? I think so.
0: I mean, the closest would be, uh, the closest other thing would be like the, the Captain Marvel um, right. story, right, where. Um, that was the beginning for, for uh, Nick Fury of starting the Avengers program. Right. Right. Um, it's not that much of a retcon because yeah. we never got any story of Nick Fury before.
1: Right. Right. They didn't change like, Oh, we said it was this. turns out it was actually this. It's just, they thought it was something yeah. else. Um, you know,
0: it was true that Iron Man was kind of the first person he approached because the other one was, you know, light years away. Exactly, and 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 he didn't actually say, "Hey, I need your help to create this team." Right.
1: It so, because
0: uh, she had left by then,
1: right. So, so this is probably the first time we've gotten a full comic book style retcon. And uh, mm-hmm. by the way, this only took like some—we're like ten minutes into the episode by now.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's
1: really good, and it's smart. Yeah, really good. And the other things that blow me away is like you really only get all this if you've seen all of the MC if you've seen some 20 movies plus like you know the tv show up and this if point. you
0: have the history of like knowing how comic books work
1: right where you're just like oh okay
0: um you were you you were friends with that person before but now you're enemies or right. um wait you got your powers how again and then they changed it yeah um because because they want to and it's fun I and you're spending to... forty years telling stories from a <laughs> exactly. about a t- particular teenage guy in a red and blue spider suit. So you yeah. can yeah. you gotta change things every once in a while.
1: They do. You can't be telling and the same and stories. And every once in a while. What's amazing to me too is uh, I don't know if you can tell from this, but like getting up to this point has been not only have they done a lot of heavy lifting in terms of plot and like changing this the character around because I'm assuming they need to do it for future movies. Mm-hmm. This was really emotional just to get to oh yeah where we are here. You you really feel for what happened to the young Wanda, which would have led her to, to choose what she did. You know, they allude to it a little bit in Age of Ultron. But but here you really feel it that she's lost quite a bit and sure she's gonna go ahead and get experimental, because why not? Well, and and I think you know, the
0: the actress Elizabeth Olsen's ability to just to be able to convey all of that. We're gonna we're gonna say this a lot um, this word a lot grief um, over the next couple of episodes that we have to yeah. recap her, her ability to have because because grief is complex it's not just sadness yeah. it's not it's it's more than that and um, her ability to, to show all that without dialogue yeah um, with just a look and with a with a, a longing and you could see it in her face uh, is really remarkable.
1: Yeah, I think we should really dive into that, I think, at the next break point, which is going to be really soon. Yeah. So, okay, so, you know, we she's had her experience <laughs> with the Mind Stone. She's still in captivity, tellingly on the TV, even in a Hydra facility. It's the Brady Bunch. So the of sitcoms course. never end. And uh, Agatha sees that the stones have affected Wanda and it's awakened her magical powers. But we cut to the next scene, which is now... In the Avengers compound,
0: mm-hmm. after this the is, events of Ultron, right. And so uh, Pietro has died. Yep. And she is now mourning the loss of that. Yeah. What is she doing? So she's watching Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle. So it's it's also telling that these episode that these mini little episodes that they've kind of gone back in. You know, this is your life, Wanda. Mm-hmm. Kind of the way we're going in order.
1: Of the television shows, right. yeah. So we went, right.
0: we went Dick Van Dyke, we went Brady Bunch, right. And now we're Mark, Mark, Mark uh, Malcolm Malcolm in, the in the middle.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's really tr- that's true. I didn't think of that. Yeah. So she, we know as an audience that she's sad because Pietro died. I think Agatha mentions that Pietro just died. She's mm-hmm. sitting there in the Avengers compound, and you know, in <laughs> I want to say walks, but sort of like phases in Vision. Yeah. Now we know that Vision is there. He's just been created, like probably <laughs> a few days ago. <laughs> Yeah. And uh she's sitting there watching the show and she's clearly not talking. She's mm-hmm. she's in pain. And vision and he's trying to understand the show. Yeah. Like, yeah, he says he doesn't understand. Is it funny that he's getting hurt? And she says no, yeah. it's not the, it's a, everything's going to be okay. He's not really hurt. Right. Uh, right. again, shenanigans. The rules of the sitcom are important. Yeah.
0: And and it, and it is really important and it's you get this sense of Wanda trying to escape the rules of the real world by embracing the rules. Of the sitcom, sitcom.
1: yeah. And Vision offers to like, you know, you could talk about it and Wanda doesn't, she's very reluctant, she doesn't want to. She, he does just sit down next to her and she just describes that she's in pain and she says Mm -hmm. it's like a wave washing over her, knocking her down and she just feels like she's gonna drown.
0: Yeah. It's also important to note in the last two uh, sort of flashbacks where um, both at the HYDRA facility and now, um, uh, Elizabeth Olsen is playing herself, is playing Wanda. Yeah. And I think what happens is she, you know, Agatha brings her in there. And I believe so the character is reliving what she did, but with, she's also her current self, too. Right. So she's got this, so she has this remembering, which brings this sort of melancholy to the scene.
1: Yeah. She, she knows what's going to happen. It's not just, this is not just a playback what's happening. Like she has to inhabit her body at the time and reenact it. Yeah. And we, we get to this part or she, she describes the pain she's in and yeah. uh, I'm just going to go ahead and read what vision says to her. Go for it. It's, it's, it's pretty, pretty remarkable. So he, he says, I've always been alone, so I don't feel the lack. It's all I've ever known. I've never experienced loss because I've never had a loved one to lose. But what is grief if not love persevering? Okay, so this is the line. Yeah. That that I think broke the internet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's an amazingly simple, almost perfect line of
1: dialogue. Right. Yeah. Envision's talking about you know Wanda's grief for her her brother. Yeah. And vision, vision. At this point, he doesn't understand. He, he's a he's an android, <laughs> as I said before. He's he's data before data. And uh, he really wants to understand what emotion is. And he's come across a person who is just ex- exhibiting a level of emotion which he's not seen before. Even though they've had like this great epic fight and they've seen all this stuff, but he doesn't he doesn't get it there's still a, a bit of compassion division where he, he wants to understand people in general, but he really is taking an interest in Wanda and just trying to exist at her level, like to understand where she is. And not, uh, it's, it's pretty remarkable to me to, to see this, where like, it's weird to show a, a robot person talking to a, a witch person and trying to see where that relation is. And they kind of do it in a, it seems like a very human way. yeah um
0: the line is remarkable i think we're often not expecting that kind of um pathos in a in a comic book right or Or in a comic book movie comic book movie (laughs) slash tv show we're not expecting that kind of level of understanding of a human condition right? right uh it is it is similar i think the thing that it it made me think of and i was just i was as as we were talking i was trying to sort of remember exactly what the words were but um if you remember and i'm sure you do and the eight of you out there that are listening have probably seen uh the end of star trek 2 con mm-hmm. yeah so we get the you know um you know the death of spock and the i have I have always been, or I, I am and always have been your friend to right. Kirk. And they have this, this moment. <clears throat> and even though William Shatner is a terrible, terrible actor, uh, he's great in that scene. And mm-hmm. so is Leonard Nimoy. And you get this moment. Um, and there's actually, uh, and I think even Seinfeld makes fun of this in an episode that they do. <laughs>
1: they talk about uh, Wrath of Khan. Yeah, they totally do. They talk
0: about <laughs> Wrath of Khan and they talk about uh, Star Trek Three as well um when they actually you know the the uh kirk characters in star trek 3 actually that that entire movie is basically him dealing with spock's demise right and his death so it's it's there's a lot of that too and that's the only other time that i can really remember this this genre of 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 entertainment getting into uh these kinds of kinds of ideas that you would normally think of as Shakespearean or Dostoevsky or, you know, something
1: like that. Yeah. So I think it's, it's important actually. I think, I think genre is, it's escapism, but it's good to, it only really works if you feel that human connection. So what they're talking about, you know, it is again, fantastical. It's a robot (laughs) talking to a witch. exactly. But they're relating to real human things where like, you know, a lot of people who've experienced grief understand this feeling of like, it just doesn't feel like it's going to end. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I've, I've had this experience. Maybe other people listening have or you've been that person. That's effectively the robot. I can't, I don't know what you're feeling. You can't know this. Right. It's impossible to know that that relationship is personal. And you're just trying to to sort it out and just try to talk through the person and show empathy. Yeah. I, I thought this scene was was so great when I saw it like mm-hmm. for the first time and watching it again do this it's like it's it still really works where that connection just is very genuine they're tapping into something that's that's actually it's very real mm-hmm. and i think when you do it with the genre stuff it can be good because it's a different thing <laughs> this is relating back to our whole premises. we're we're dad paws, so we're old yeah. we're watching sure. it but your, your kids are probably going to watch this they might not have experienced these things yet but hopefully they're going to remember this and like they can think about it later on mm-hmm because you know they're thinking about a witch and a robot Mm -hmm. talking but like those things still apply just like how the themes in harry potter can still apply and those emotions are still real
0: and i think you know and, and you mentioned this when you were you were writing up this recap and i think it's good you you get this is the seeds of that relationship yeah that becomes and so often in a in action movies or comic book movies the two stars of the movies that end that stars of the movie that end up being together at the end. Yeah. Um, there's very little sort of creation of that yeah. relationship. It's, it's it's it essentially is, hey, I'm a guy, you're a girl, hey, that's it, right? Yeah. You know, they're just <laughs> like, like, of course they're gonna get together. Know, we're yeah. gonna fight, we're gonna fight, and then, you know, hey, okay, why don't we get together? Um, this is actually explaining a relationship which you don't get a lot in comic books. Normally, it's I think you're cute
1: and I'm a superhero. Yeah. I don't think that's happened in other like major pop culture, like blockbuster movies where the reason they get together is because of grief and the no. ability for one person to find empathy yeah. and to reach out. In
0: Normally, it's uh, I saved you from falling off a building or something yes. like that. Yes. <laughs> um, which might be a very romantic moment. Sure. Um, you know, going back to. Christopher Reeve, and Margot Kidder. Right?
1: <laughs> so um, if, if this if this episode ends at this moment, I think we're all already blown away. There's, there's yeah. still more story to tell, but like this this already makes it like one of my favorite things to see in fiction yeah. that, that that exists. But uh it doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. So they sit and they they laugh at the show. Yeah. And uh, you know, we continue. And Agatha has done to, to Wanda what she said she was gonna do. She's gonna keep pressing her despite wanda's objections but yeah. she, wanda remembers all this but very tellingly we know as we saw at the beginning of the episode like vision's dead yeah and so agatha presses her what do you what happens then when he was gone
0: right what how did he come back essentially
1: right. um so yeah so we jump forward uh
0: we're, we're now uh, a few days post blip so we've defeated thanos and and okay. and just as an aside in endgame if it weren't for you know a bunch of missiles flying from the sky uh wanda would have taken out thanos
1: oh yeah she's he crazy was powerful, powerful enough to do it yeah
0: um because she was just like she was she levitated him and she was ripping him apart piece yeah. by piece yeah. she just was taking a little too t- too long to do it
1: yeah should, uh, should have just been faster <laughs> and then you're, yeah anyhow yeah. So we're at Sword. Wanda yeah. charges in, and uh, she wants to see Vision's body, and she, she's very telling to say that she wants a funeral, which is yeah. in direct contradiction to what Hayward claimed uh, earlier. Yeah.
0: So we know that Hayward is lying. Yes. Or a, li- lie- a lying liar that lies.
1: <laughs> as as a Hayward would tend to do. Yeah, uh, Hayward. Don't trust an- Haywards. Another villainous last name.
0: Yeah. Um, so. That is telling. Although she wants a funeral, which right. is very like, she's
1: wanting to move on, right?
0: Which is a normal human thing.
1: But what happens? But what happens is Hayward, he shows her the dismembered body, all mm-hmm. the pieces there, and Wanda says that he, she wants to take the body. Hayward refuses, saying, "Right, you know, it's ours. It's ours. It's it's our." Moral, it's too expensive. He's a weapon. The, yeah, it's three billion dollars worth of vibranium. I'm gonna stop here. <laughs> So Hayward's cl- claiming that he's acting on the behalf of the U.S. government. Um, is it their vibranium? No. No.
0: I mean, the only thing I can think of is that they negotiated the vibranium during uh, the Sokovian Accords.
1: Mm, possibly.
0: And and that vision, because he signed the Accords, became a property of the U.S. government, maybe?
1: Uh, I think we're giving Hayward too much credit. It's probably, probably. Yeah. So... And how do
0: they evaluate three billion dollars? Yeah, how do they? I mean, you know,
1: does Wakanda sell it? I don't don't think they
0: did. Uh, Is is vibranium on the on the market like where you can like like buy gold today? Right. Um, Is it on the black market? We saw that. Yeah, exactly.
1: Claw sold it to Ultron. So exactly. Anyway. So all right. So now we know that hayward's fake the footage wanda goes down to the the body of vision she does not steal the body as we've Mm -hmm. seen she reaches out to touch him and she says uh you know i can't feel you which is reflecting back to some of the lines that that we'd seen in infinity war where they just feel each other right and wanda's heartbroken she leaves Mm -hmm. cut to wanda in her car yeah. She takes. She takes a drive. A very, a very practical car, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like a little,
0: like you know, economical sedan, four door. You know? I guess
1: Tony didn't leave her any money, huh? Or the Avengers don't get a. You it's know, start... we learn about this
0: a little bit in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well.
1: Yeah. It's, it's
0: not you're not automatically rich if you're a superhero.
1: Yeah, the only ones rich are Tony Stark. <laughs>
0: And 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 T'Challa.
1: T'Challa, because he's you know. T'Challa came.
0: is the. I, I think he he actually officially is the richest
1: superhero. Right. Across,
0: all, whatever.
1: Yeah, but yeah, the rest they're they're just getting by. So. Yeah. <laughs> she drives to New Jersey, and yeah. we see that she's driving to Westview. Dun dun Yep. Dun. yep. And. So uh, she sees some of the characters
0: that we've come to know and love. They just happen to not be playing the same. I guess. They're not the same characters, but they are the same people.
1: Yep, same actors. Mm -hmm. And uh, this town of Westview, it actually looks kind of crappy. We're in modern times. Things are a little looks like
0: It looks like what you would think of as a town in New Jersey.
1: Yeah, pretty much. All of New Jersey.
0: Yeah, basically, it's a
1: Springsteen song. Yeah. (laughs) A factory that builds little factories for (laughs) for people. But that factory (laughs) is closed down. Yeah, exactly.
0: uh, There's no more factories that are building factories.
1: Oh. And so she drives to a lot and it's empty. There's no house there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we find out, so in the car, we'd seen this piece of paper, which hadn't been revealed to us. It's finally opened when she's there. It's a patch of land that Vision had bought for them. And yeah. he signed it to grow old. In. To grow old in V. Sadly. And that that's it. This is the breaking it, that's when Wanda. That's when Wanda loses it. So, and, um,
0: this is her. You know, everyone when they have some sort of grief are going to they're going to you're going to grieve in different ways. Yeah. Um, you know, yelling is normal. Yeah. You know, just shaking uncontrollably is normal. Um, she does that. She yells. She shakes uncontrollably. And, but, she also happens to have magic. Yeah. Both. Both. Um you know, innate to her, as we've learned, and from, and kind of souped up by the, uh, the uh, mind stone.
1: Right. And so in her grief, she creates the hex event. That's this whole town becomes black and white. It, it becomes this idyllic sitcom world. We know vision. why it's a sitcom world.
0: Yeah. She recreates vision. She, yep. she is net dressed in hair color, like the mary tyler moore character from from the first episode
1: and uh and we now know what led to where we were all the way back in episode one connecting the two
0: so we have connected the dots we have come full circle uh but we are yet still
1: not done we're not entirely done. so then we cut back to the present so we know now what what created everything Mm -hmm. and agatha she says bravo and Mm -hmm. she we, we looks it doesn't look like the dick van dyke show world it looks like a tv studio yeah and agatha the the curtain has
0: been pulled back a little bit right (laughs) although still or the camera has widened Yeah. yeah it's a facade it's like uh it's like when you take one of those backlot tours at a studio exactly and you get to see that oh it really is just a flat wall and there's nothing
1: behind it which is so funny because the world itself is fake it's made by magic and yet there's also the fakeness of the TV studio, which is right. fake in and of itself to show, to record the fake world within yeah. the world.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a show within a show, Michael.
1: Yes. <laughs> Agatha leads Wanda outside where she has the, the two kids trapped in some sort of purple magical leashes and Agatha floats full, full witch garb, just yeah. cackling. hmm and it's revealed. Agatha says, "You know what I've seen here is chaos magic." Yeah, and there's only
0: there's only one legendary witch that's allowed to sort of do this and can do this. It's a legend. It's been foretold in my book. All that stuff,
1: right? Yeah. Um, and she refers to her as Dun Dun Dun, the Scarlet Witch. So this is the first time in the MCU we've ever heard Wanda Maximoff referred to as the Scarlet Witch. Which I actually believe is partially for dramatic, and also partially due to licensing reasons. <laughs> so exactly. only now can they actually call her the Scarlet Witch? Yes, uh, they, exactly, they own Fox. Uh,
0: Disney Disney did own Fox now. Um, I believe in Age of Ultron, uh, uh, Tony calls her a, a witch. Right. You know, but not... Scarlet Red. Witch, yeah. 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 She's and called Max I think it's also important that... Um, you know, the, the infinity stone that's been used on them is yellow, I
1: believe, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, because Vision and Scarlet Witch get their powers from the same stone.
1: True. So she is the Scarlet Witch. And that, that is the, the major reveal. And we, we cue the credits. Mm-hmm. So this is, again, let's talk about how we've gotten. If you're a comics fan, this is a big moment for you. This was, this is really big. Uh, I think, I don't know if, Regular fans, like people who only watch the they go, what, What's that mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not as big. This is for the people who've, again, been reading all the stuff and, like, they mm-hmm. understand that this is actually a moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, two things. One, um, and
0: we'll get to the, the post credit scene in a minute, but um, throughout this, where you get the, the Agatha reveal, both at the end of last episode and what she reveals early in this episode, um, all the all the things that we were hoping to get, Mephisto, uh, the multiverse, right? We were going to get, oh, all the Fox X-Men are going to come rushing through the screen at the end. Yeah. Um, All these different things. None of that's true. No. This show is about something very
1: different. Yeah.
0: This show wasn't about all that stuff. This show was about Wanda.
1: It's about Wanda's character. Yep,
0: And about Wanda's character and about her journey. And it was not about expanding the universe it was not about creating anything more it was about her dealing with what she's had to deal with in her life yeah. and it was showing that
1: yeah it's specifically about her grief and her journey through it uh, her the whole way through we've alluded to it before but now we can really talk about it that she's gone through all the stages Right, she, she was in denial for a long time. She was time.
0: definitely in denial, and certainly this uh, this universe is uh, in denial.
1: Right, uh, there was bargaining. You know, she you yeah. see her bargaining with the children, asking them not yeah. to grow older. Like, yeah, things beyond her control.
0: Yeah, um, you know, and it's not linear. It's not no. um, exactly the same. And maybe we'll talk a little bit about uh, more about this next week too. Right. Um, because I think there is, there's certainly some acceptance at the that, end for her.
1: That's really going to happen. Um, um, we've seen anger. <laughs> we we've, yeah. we've seen a, quite a bit of that. We saw her getting angry at Sword. She's trying, doing her darndest to keep this world afloat. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, we've, you know, now we sort of a little come a little bit where like the truth of everything has been revealed, and like what she, what she has, and why we're here is is all very apparent to us now
0: yeah so yeah so the for those of you you know that watched that watched along this and wanted you know the, the the great reveal of the big bad that's gonna you know torment the avengers for the next five years you're not gonna get it here nope uh you're not gonna get uh anything much more than the story uh that's been a remarkable story to be honest with you uh they've made her as interesting as any character that they've made um i think there's some there's some interesting sort of cool parallels i think uh um you know agatha at one point um says to wanda that you know this uh this structure is like there's like there's like multiple layers of spells going all all at once and Mm -hmm. all of this stuff you could you could say, is she saying that about Kevin Feige? Yeah,
1: <laughs> it, right? it is about the storytelling, right? Like we. Yeah. I think anyone who watched Infinity War might have wondered, like, why are we seeing Wanda and Vision in there? And now yeah. it's really paying off, right? Like all of a sudden, that's all. <laughs> What's remarkable about this show is it made Age of Ultron, which is frankly not one of the better MCU movies. It made it a lot better.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: Um,
0: I think that's 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 certainly true. I think. Uh... It's uh, this being a, a superhero show that's not really a superhero show.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think was
0: also was also telling. You know, you and I have talked about this before, maybe not on this pod, but um, the thing that makes a lot of the MCU properties um, really interesting is they're not all the same. Mm-mm. Now, some people talk about, like, and there's certainly arguments to be made about you know the color scheming and a lot of the um, a lot of the fight scenes maybe are 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 a little too similar and just the corporate nature of MCU slash Disney mm-hmm. just running your life in a lot of ways. Sure. Um, but some of the great MCU properties, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's a spy show, a spy movie, right? Yeah. That's just like there's no, there's not a lot of superhero moments in that thing.
1: Yeah, it's more um, like Homeland or 24.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp is a heist movie. Yeah. You know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, that's just a space movie. Right. Like a space opera almost, like a like a comedic Star Wars. Right. A,
1: a non-ridiculous Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah. And what what is this show? Like, what have what we now found out? Yeah. I don't... This... I mean...
0: We're gonna get some of the the sparks in the last episode, so we won't spoil that just yet. Right. But this, like you've mentioned, that this is a this is a show about grief.
1: Right. We are eight episodes into a nine episode series. There's been very little action per se. No. This we got the we got the superhero
0: landing from Monica in the in the last episode or the previous one.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. You know, we got yeah, we've gotten very precious little
1: action. Right. And uh, I don't. No one has died nope (laughs) the point of this series is not that it's it's about wanda her journey it's a it's this fantasy thing of what would you do in that situation like would you create it's exploring how powerful the grief was for wanda where she created a world it just exploded Mm -hmm. out of her and now by going through this journey where like we start off the series not knowing what's going on being completely confused and seeing this sitcom world and then sort of appreciating like oh these are the rules of sitcoms, and this is what might happen here. You go through her journey, like she she appreciates those rules, that she creates yeah. those things, and now we know why. Like what's yeah. what's the reason for all of it?
0: Well, that? I mean, when you think about like you know we've used the word grief a lot, but it's it's important the what trauma can do to a psyche. Yeah, like it didn't have to be that you know she could have done all of this just internally. Uh, You know, if she's not a superhero right? Right. or she could have created this this fake world in her brain um, and been referred to as mentally ill. Right. And she'd have to be hospitalized or or something similar. I mean, you know, um, there's a great episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer in one of the last couple of seasons. And I can't remember which season it was. But it was a, the, the conceit of the, the episode was that um, she was led to believe Buffy was led to believe that all of her years of being a vampire slayer were false. Mm-hmm. that the reality of it was that her parents she was in a mental institution and that her parents you know had, had committed her and she thought all of the stuff that she thought and thought was reality was all just in her brain as, as delusions you know, and, you know, eventually she comes to, but there's always this, it's, it's a, it's a very difficult sort of notion to get around because it's like, you know, trauma can do so much to
1: your, to your, to your mental health. Right. Questioning what reality is. And that, that is like the nature of this show. Yeah. And, uh, and that's kind of the beauty of it. It's a, it's a genre show <clears throat> hitting onto like one individual's psyche
0: yeah and like it didn't need all of the fancy creating a sitcom world and the the, 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 the superhero explanations it could have been separate from it but um, it makes the MCU richer
1: right yeah was... like,
0: I I can't say there you know the the very few criticisms of of it um, that have come out have have been along the same lines of what made it really mcu-ish probably made the quote-unquote the the show itself maybe a little lessened but i think there's no question that this show makes the mcu so much better
1: oh it totally does like we haven't got to do something like this before Mm. i'll also argue uh in, uh, I know I watch quite a bit of TV. I don't get to see something like this. Like there, There's not many shows that have an excuse to like, we're going to recreate decades of sitcoms and really appreciate for what they are because we're going to see it through the lens of this character. And you, yeah. you don't get to do that all together in one show and really back to, by the way, some 20-something other movies, Yeah.
0: media and like have it all. I con- think in terms of originality, it's up there with something like Twin Peaks. yeah. You know in terms of just like and it was one season and that's important to note with twin peaks
1: because
0: mm-hmm. i think that was only one season oh it was Maybe two it was more, but yeah it was two yeah um probably should have been only one season it probably should <laughs> but uh you know i think and i think this even came up on you know um by the time this comes out there's probably going to be like this is going to be like um an old meme now but there's a new meme of like looking at something with brackets mm-hmm. and like you have the brackets of like you know with twin peaks it was you know the bracket the small bracket was. Ooh, I wonder who killed Laura Palmer. And then the rest of it was, you know, WTF, like a big right. huge section. Um, and this is kind of this has got a similar sort of originality to it. It's like, yeah. oh, I want to see stuff about Wanda. And then it's like envision and, and and see how this affects the larger MCU. And it's like, no, 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 no. This yeah. is about personal trauma and dealing with grief and
1: yeah, awesome. it's, it's expanding, you know, these two characters who we've seen very little of before to fill that much bigger space. Yeah, which is and, remarkable. Yeah, excellent, so. So let's uh, get to the, the post-credits, let's finish yeah, that Yeah, so the
0: post credit scene, so we cut to the sword and camp again, right?
1: Yep, <clears throat> and you're, you see Hayward with the, rem- now we know that Vision's body is not inside the bubble. Right. Hayward still has it. He's got the remains of real Vision's body, and they've gotten the, the drone that was you know, zapped by Wanda. And they're using some of that magic to revive the, the body of Vision. Mm-hmm. And we see, finally, we see what comic fans will realize is White Vision He's alive and threatening. Yes,
0: and he's got a sneer on his face. A little he's bit not, of a sneer. He's not kind Vision. Yeah. He's White Vision, which yeah. sounds like the most racist superhero, right? <laughs> Probably, yeah, 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 White
1: Vision. White Vision. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, c- certain GOP members or their big fans are wondering when White Vision is going to show up.
0: Yeah, White Vision is going to save
1: save uh, the eugenic sort of view of of uh, humanity. Right. And thus our episode ends. This <laughs> uh, yep. This was the, the best episode of the whole series. It's
0: certainly the, the most uh, the one with the most pathos and the one with the most humanity in it and sort of the biggest of the episodes.
1: Yeah. We've connected everything together. We've seen like what this is all for. And I think if you're trying to, if you're in the situation that I am, where your family has not seen all of the MCU, but you have, Mm -hmm. you're trying to get them to to watch everything. And granted, we do skip certain things. I'm looking at you, Thor, too. Uh, (laughs) Some things I might've skipped, like Age of Ultron, we no longer skip because now I know that it's very important.
0: If you want to get them to watch this.
1: Because I know, th- because of this episode, this is such yeah. payoff that I know they'll really like, so I don't want them to miss out on that. Yeah. And so
0: so one thing that, that we need to point out here at Dadpods, um, we, we are talking about this episode as being the climax.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Climax does not need to be the end. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, um, for those, like, you Lord of the Rings fans out there, like... You, the, the books don't actually end with Frodo throwing the ring into the Mount Doom.
1: Yeah.
0: And it doesn't end with Aragorn getting married yeah. in the books. There's like another hundred pages of the, the, the hobbits going back to the, the Shire and they have to kick Saruman out of the Shire. Right. right. There's, there's like a, <laughs> yeah. it's not as climactic, right. It's not the end of the world stuff. It's them saving their own little worlds again. mhm we still, so we've gotten this climax. We understand, but we have to have that has got to save her own little world. Right. Think about that for the next episode because yeah, that's what the climax is. It's not about the big, huge sparklers.
1: Yep, totally. And t- to be fair, there is some really great stuff still in episode nine. There's some
0: sparklers in episode nine. Oh there yeah, certainly are.
1: We but we like
0: sh- the the emotional climax happens.
1: Yeah this this is happening now.
0: Yeah, there's no musfito. Sorry.
1: I'll spoil it right now. There's no Magneto. Some people even after this episode still believe that Magneto was going to show up. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just dumb. We're not
0: going to see we're not going to see all of the, the the Fox X-Men just pop out of the TV and you know Hugh Jackman's going to be out there. We're and not going to see Doctor Strange. <laughs> he's not going to
1: he's not showing um, up.
0: He's not showing up. I did read that there were originally ideas that the commercials within the, mm-hmm. the the uh the early episodes were gonna they were supposed to be try they were trying to be messages from dr strange to wanda to try to get her to snap out of it yeah but they they they, they scrapped that idea
1: they would have had to have incorporated that earlier and i, I think that's that's totally fine yeah but all right but yeah so that's the episode whoo it's quite so this is quite an episode
0: yes it was so uh uh, you know, do all the things that you do with pods, podcasts, um, uh, Apple podcast changed. If for anybody that uses Apple podcasts, hmm. I don't do you use Apple
1: podcast? I do actually. That's how I okay. it. Yeah.
0: So Apple podcast changed. Do you, do you like the new iOS for updates for it?
1: Uh, I've heard that you know I don't. I don't think I have the iOS update, so like, gotcha. <laughs> it hasn't changed for me, so that's why I haven't noticed. I'm like it looks the same. Yeah,
0: I use Overcast as a okay. podcasting, and I like that one.
1: It's there you fun. go, Overcast. If you'd like to be on the show, please. Uh... Yeah,
0: Overcast. If you want to sponsor us,
1: sure. You can listen, do. rate, subscribe,
0: listen, rate, subscribe, review. Maybe uh, five stars are good. We have. I think we have a four-star rating on iPod. iPod. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> who knows us that did that you jerk <laughs> yeah.
0: considering if, if i you didn't give us a five-star rating you know bleep you
1: yeah because uh we obviously know you if you're listening to the show
0: yeah and uh if you didn't give us a five-star review I, you know why <laughs> why why be so vindictive
1: uh, and, if you my... stuck,
0: and if you've stuck around for all these episodes of wandavision um i hope you watch it
1: yeah if, watch it if, again definitely watch it it is well yeah. worth it uh, it's been a real pleasure as we do these episodes you know we yeah. have to rewatch.
0: um i'm not sure when this episode will drop but um uh we are gonna sort of we're, we're probably doing a few of these in advance and we're gonna catch up and then have a couple weeks off and then um but you guys won't notice that because we'll have banked several episodes but yep. um we're gonna do a loki pre-cap show oh yeah we're not gonna recap episodes Oh no. We're no. gonna predict what happens in the next episode. <laughs> so we're just gonna assume that everybody that's listening has watched the episode. We're just gonna s- kind of guess what's gonna happen in the next episode.
1: Right. <laughs> it's gonna be so stellar. the first episode's
0: gonna be crazy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You'll hear just, all sorts just of things.
0: Because we've just seen like a couple of two-minute trailers. So that's all we're going off of.
1: I, I think the guy that Loki's with is gonna say cow at some point. <laughs> It's it's Owen Wilson. I don't know
0: if you know. Uh, It's Owen Wilson. He says "cachao" yeah. a lot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's his thing. Anyhow,
0: we got to end this. All right. Bye, Shane. Bye.